What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. I lied on the last podcast. It was not episode 26. I believe it was episode 28. So welcome to episode 29 of Headstrong. Now, I always want to start these off now just by giving a quick shout out and a quick thanks to the pot, the, the sponsor, sorry, the sponsors of this podcast, Cured Nutrition, Mega Fit Meals, and Impact. And I do want to let you guys know that tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, we are having our biggest impact late launch to date. And to be quite frank, I'm completely nervous and anxious about it. And I also can't wait for it. Um, it's our biggest one ever. We put so much time and effort into this one. And I'm just, I'm really excited for it to launch. So be on the lookout for that, fam. Let's dive into the podcast. Today, we are going to, we're going to rip you apart a little bit. Okay. I had a conversation, I believe yesterday. It was either yesterday or the day before. I think it was two days ago with a client of mine. And I had the exact same question or conversation with a client of mine the, f- the prior week. And what's really cool about this is one was male, one was female. And I thought, man, if both sides seem to struggle with exactly this, it must be a bigger problem than I think. And I think it's a problem that we all deal with. And what I'm going to paint this as uh, is making shit up in our own heads based off of how we have felt for an elongated period of time. Now, I've talked about law of illusion multiple times, and this kind of ties into there, but basically, I think it comes down to us making shit up to try and validate how we're feeling towards a scenario that we don't know enough about. So we create things that we know about it to make it feel like it was our fault. Now, let me touch on the conversation I had, and I know she listens to this podcast, so I know you're here listening. Hey, girl, love you. Um, she was having a really bad time and she sent me back this, this massive email. I immediately messaged her. I'm like, let's hop on a call. So we hopped on a call and a couple things came up in the past, right? Dad left me, boyfriends cheated on me, grandpa abused me. I said, okay, what does any of this have to do with you? She kept saying, you know, my anxiety is really, really bad because of all of these things. That, that's why my anxiety is so bad. And then I start having anxiety because I know my anxiety is so bad. And I said, okay, let's let's dive into a couple of these right now. And I said, okay, how how old were you when, you know, how many boyfriends have cheated on you? She said, all of them. Then she said she either had three or four. I said, okay, how old were you when you first started getting cheated on? She said, you know, I don't know, you know, 15, 16. Last one was like, you know, the guy was like 19, 20, right? So I stopped her right there and I said, okay, so you're telling me that these boys who probably can't go longer than an hour without touching their own wiener because they're so hormonally sprung that they would literally fuck an orange if it had a hole in it. You're telling me that because these idiots went and hooked up with anything that was readily available to them when they have no emotional growth or emotional development yet as a true man, that has anything to do with the woman that you are right now. Because this was, you know, this was a couple of years ago. She's a little older now. She said, well, you know, I guess when you put it like that, I said, of course when I put it like that. These people didn't cheat on you. They cheated on an old version of you while they were an old version of themselves. But for us to carry that into our current self, 
The only way we can possibly do that is by making shit up about the situation that's not real. We say, they cheated on me because I wasn't good enough. That's not fucking true. You know why people cheat on other people? Because they're either not happy, they suck at communicating, or they're fucking horny, right? People don't cheat on you because of a you issue. People cheat on you because of a them issue. There's nothing, if, if you're not the right person for somebody, a true person walks up to you, they say, hey, you know what? I've been doing thinking. I don't think this is working. I'm not as happy as I thought I would be. And I think both of us should move on to other people. That doesn't mean you're not good enough for them. That means you're not the right person for them. Don't make shit up and twist it because you feel lost in that point of time. Because that's what's gonna end up happening is in order to cope with the situation, you end up making it 10 times worse than it actually is. You cope with this situation. And this goes man or woman. We've talked about breakups a lot because breakups suck. We think it's about us. It's not about you. It's never been about you. And when you can swallow that realization, you can move on with your life way fucking happier. Let me, we'll get into that part a little bit later. So we came to the realization, man, none of these idiots actually cheated on you. They're, they're just literally hormonal idiots. So, okay, let's throw that one out the window. Doesn't deserve a seat in the car anymore. Let's dive into dad leaving you. So how old are you? When your dad left you, and she said, well, I was, I was still in my mom's belly, right? My mom was pregnant with me. And I said, what? Let's, let's paint a picture real quick. Your, your dad left you before he even saw you. He didn't leave you. He left your mom. There's a big difference. He didn't even know if you were a boy, girl, you had a dick in your hand, had, a, had four eyes. He, he didn't know anything before he peaced out, right? Quite frankly, that man's a coward, but that man didn't run out on you. That man ran out on your mother. That has, that has the least amount to do with you. At, at worst case scenario, that guy wasn't ready to have a kid. He freaked out and he dipped. That has nothing to do with us, but we'll create shit in our head, right? Imagine, imagine this man, if he saw this girl right now, this man who left her, if he saw her right now, would probably not even recognize her because he's never seen her. But we're gonna give, we're gonna give somebody, and, and a lot of people deal with this, believe it or not. A lot of people deal with their, their parent running out of them. Believe it or not, the call I had last week with my male client, he's in the same boat for his, his dad left him, but he was four. And he's 28 now. And I said, man, listen to me. Do you think the person you are right now and the person when you were four are the same fucking person? Because if you do, we got a lot, we got a lot more shit to unpack than just your dad walking out on you when you were a kid. That has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with us. At the end of the day, you're, you know, the, the dad doesn't look at him and say, this four-year-old is not good enough for me. I don't want to love this child. I'm going to leave. Usually it has something, it's something more in depth with that other person. They're looking at it and going, fuck, I can't handle this. I'm not ready for this. I don't have the responsibility for this. I can't provide for this. I got to get the fuck out of here. And they just leave. But we'll take that because it hurts. But we'll start coming up with shit to justify why we feel like shit. And then it starts being a justification for very toxic habits in the rest of our lives. And then we fall back to the same bullshit. I know, 
you know I'm fucked up, you know my dad left me, and it, and it has me fucked up for things like this. No! Your dad left you. You created a bullshit scenario that allows you to carry that with you through the rest of your life, and now it's a fallback whenever you do something toxic. So now instead of you having to work on yourself as a person, and actually admit when you're doing something wrong, you get to take the safety net of saying, ah, it's because my dad left me. There's nothing I can do. It really fucked me up. Sure, I bet it did. I bet it did, but guess what? Your dad's still not fucking here. You're letting a man, and, and I, I said this to my, my girl client yesterday. I, I said this to her the other day. I said, you're letting a man who never had a single hand in raising you She's a very strong individual, this girl. I mean, she's incredibly strong. If you're listening to this, you know I told you how strong you were. Is that you're letting this man who's never even seen you, let alone had a hand in raising you, deteriorate who you've grown into over all these years. You're giving this man a seat at the table. You're giving this man real estate in your head to make you feel and take away from your way of life right now. You're, 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 your quality of life is going down because of a man you've never met. That doesn't make any sense. But it does make sense if we keep making shit up. We have to stop. And this will go further than this, you guys. And if you're listening to this right now, you can take something away from this. What other things have hurt you or made you upset in your life that you have made up a worse scenario for to justify you carrying it with you much longer than you need to. Now I want to I want to finish the last little part here because her grandpa, you know, abused her in a degree. And believe it or not, my my other client's uncle used to abuse him when he was very little and when she was very little. So I said, let's look at it like this. Well, we'll go back to the grandpa. I said, let's look at it like this. You think grandpa hits you because he hates you, right? Grandpa abused me because he hates me. Well, what if we painted the picture of this? What if grandpa, when he was younger, was in a position of power? Let's say he was in the military. And let's say he was high up in the military. And I don't know military, it could be anything. Let's just say he was a bad man, right? He was a big dog. People feared him. He had authority. When he, when he jumped, when he said jump, people said how high. People listened to him. They feared him. He felt powerful. As he got older, that started to fade. He started to realize people didn't take him as seriously as they used to. People weren't as afraid of him as they used to be. And that, that, that's, that really hit his ego. So now, here comes granddaughter, or uncle, here comes nephew. Here comes this person who I'm watching, nobody's around. I'm much more powerful then. And they're cowering, they're, they fear me. Man, this feels good. This is what I'm missing. This makes me feel alive again. They don't give a shit about the kid that they're fucking up for the rest of their lives. Well, you don't get to be fucked up for the rest of your life if you're in my life and you're listening to my podcast because I will call you on that bullshit. We can break away from all of this, all of this, but you have to choose to. I've done a podcast about you are what you choose to be. You have to choose to get better through these things. Now, again, did grandpa and uncle abuse these two? Because of those two? Absolutely not. Did they more than likely abuse him because of some dark, dark shadows that they were not strong enough to work through as men on their own? You bet your ass. 
So why are we letting these people that never chose to work on themselves and acted in a toxic way now continue the cycle through them? Best believe they're not anymore because I cannot nip that shit in the butt. See, because when we can stop, when we can stop making shit up and when we can see things from a much higher perspective, I always preach trying to elevate your consciousness. And when we elevate our consciousness, we start doing away with feelings of hate and feelings of resentment. And we start looking at reasons why. And when we can do, when we can look at reasons why, we can look at things much clearer. When we say it's because of me, that's a victim mentality, right? It's because of me. They didn't like me. I have anxiety because of me. That's a victim. You're helpless. When we can say, that's interesting that they did that, why did they do that? Why are my thoughts going back to this? What am I missing? You put yourself in a position of power just by how you talk and ask your own questions. How you ask questions to yourself, how you articulate things to yourself is what makes 100% of the difference. Because saying, well, of course I'm acting like that. I was abused. Of course I'm acting like this. My boyfriends and my girlfriends cheated on me. Of course I'm acting like this. The last time I did that, I got seriously injured. Guess what? That's your ego. Your ego holds on to your past to try to protect you into the future. That is what an ego does. And as a lot of you guys know, if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about egos. There's no, there's no place for an ego in an elevated state of consciousness and living. We can't, we can't continue to fall back into the same cycle of resentment and hate and self-doubt and just pouring these negative toxins to ourselves by making shit up. When you can realize that people's actions have literally nothing to do with you and everything to do with themselves, you can see things from a much different scope. If you guys have been following me long enough, you know my stories. My dad left me when I was two. He's tried to come back in my life a couple of times. I told him, no, doesn't matter. Don't need you. Grew up without you. You're a stranger to me. You know, it doesn't bother me. I don't know why he left. It doesn't matter. All I know, it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. And he lost his chance to be in my life. That's the way I see it. Right? You don't, you don't get to miss out on raising me and going through all that hardship that I saw my mom go through. And come back in once I'm successful and it's an easy ride. That's not how it's going to work in my life. That's disrespect to my mother and I won't let anybody do that. That's my personal way of handling it. My last girlfriend, she cheated on me multiple, multiple times. And in that time, I created this bullshit. I created so, I made so much shit up, right? When we see it, people be like, I was a piece of shit. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. It's because I did this. I really should have just given her space. And the reason she cheated was because I was doing that. What the fuck are we saying to ourselves, man? This person broke the ultimate vow. You don't cheat on people. If you're unhappy, you leave. You don't cheat. Nothing we do prevents that. It's nobody's fault that the person cheated except for the person who cheated. That's who's at fault. Nobody else. You're not at fault for somebody abusing you. Only the person who abuses you is at fault for that. Especially when you're young. You're not at fault for people walking out on you in your life. They're at fault 
for not for not having the mental fortitude and have enough self-work done to be able to aid another human being in their journey. That has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. But if we're going to blame them for everything they've done wrong, we have to blame them for everything they've done right. Sure, my dad left me when I was younger. He was never really in my life. But guess what? I know what it feels like to grow up without a dad. Now I'm more than motivated to make sure my children never have that. So because I experienced the bad, I know what it feels like. And now that can make me grow into an even better dad when that time comes for me to be a dad. I've cheated in the past, high school, and I've been cheated on very recently, two years ago. So now I know both sides of that. And because I've felt those pains and those hardships, it's allowed me to grow and be the best partner I can be for my current relationship. When we can see the whys of everything, instead of holding on to the why me's, everything changes. We're able to take all those past pains and use them as a catalyst for our future growth. And when we can take pain, misunderstandings, and we can sit on them and ask why, we'll always allow them to add and aid in our personal growth. The more you decide to grow, the more we work on our growth as human beings, internally, spiritually, emotionally, the less and less and less resentment we're gonna have towards people, the less you're gonna question other people's actions in regards to it having to do something with you. You guys know my number one thing I preach here. What's the meaning of life? It's to add value to others. But we can't add value to others if we're constantly devaluing ourselves because of bullshit we've made up in the past. Listen to this podcast and let it, let it resonate with you in some way, shape, or form. This can go so many different variations than what we just discussed. These are just the, the actual incidences that I had the pleasure of discussion with two of my clients over the last two weeks. And I said, damn, I feel like I should talk about this. But... Think about a friendship that's gone south. Think about literally anything. Think about a business transaction you got screwed over on. Are you still making shit up? Are you seeing things only from your side and then the point of it being, oh, poor me, poor me, this happened to me because of me, because of this? Or are you able to look at it and say, man, this happened because that person was experiencing this And that's why they acted that way. And that has nothing to do with me. And thank God that I'm out of that situation because I don't want to be around somebody who is acting that way and can't control themselves or work on themselves. I don't want to be around people on that lower level of vibrations. I want to be people who who vibrate on the higher, higher frequencies like me. And the more we work on that, the higher our frequencies get, the better people we attract. But we can't attract better people if we keep making up bullshit and getting stuck in the thought process that's keeping us around the people who put us in those thought processes in the first place. Until you choose to look at your current pains that you hold, until you choose to look at them in true light, not in shadows that manipulate the shape based off of what you want to believe because you've been used to it your whole life until you can open up your perspective and look at things from elevated optic viewpoints, you're always going to be stuck in the exact same cycles.
You live with anxiety because you won't let go of what's giving you anxiety. You live with self-doubt because you won't let go of what's giving you self-doubt. You can't welcome in new energy if you're holding on to old. And that's the process of life, man. It's, it's literally growth over and over and again, constantly shedding a layer and growing into a different one, shedding a layer and growing into a different one. You're stuck with this old layer on you and you're trying to grow, which is why you're being met with so much resistance right now. That's why you're being met with such heightened levels of anxiety anytime you think about it. Because your body doesn't want doesn't want that shit anymore, but you're holding on to it. You're entitled to do whatever you need to do for closure. Don't get me wrong. But if that ends up being a conversation with somebody who's caused you pain in the past, you need to do it. You need to do it right now. And that has nothing to do with them or you. It has everything to do with the situation around both of you. It doesn't matter if they don't need closure. What matters is what you need to move on. Have that conversation. Have that conversation so that you can move on and let that wound start to heal. That's going to be where I leave it, you guys. That's my thought process. It's really, really good conversations with these two clients, man. And I really just thought it was a good concept to share with y'all. So as always, if you guys are still here, I appreciate you so much. Do me a favor, drop that five-star review down below. A written review goes a lot longer of a way as well. Um, if you guys could please share this onto your stories, get more people to the podcast, and we can keep growing this puppy. I, ideally, I would love to get this podcast to 700 reviews. We're a little over 400 right now, which is amazing. For 28 episodes, 400 reviews is nuts. But if you guys could help me get this review to 700 reviews, if you guys get to 700 reviews, um, let's say by the end of March, I'm going to reveal Project C early. And I promise you, 